So, uh, Charlie, mm. uh, how were those NHL games this week? Uh, the Knights did pretty well. Uh, I know we got some good games to look forward to this week with the Rangers and Hurricanes playing. And got some Maple Leaf Blackhawks action. It's going to be fun. Are you just naming things you saw on a list or some shit? No, no. I'm not naming things off the list, such as the Flames and the Canucks played yesterday, and it was a nice game that went up 7-4. Google NHL scores and just reading that shit off. No, no, no. I, I've, I've always had a really solid, strong interest in, in the hockey ball, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean... What shape is a hockey the, ball? The hockey ball? It's, it's, it's a cylinder. It's a puck. Right? Yeah. Mm. I mean, come on. We all, we all had a good laugh at the memory of the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, come on now. I mean, when I, when I was in L.A., I was definitely, you know, on, on Team Kings. I know, I know you you don't like them so much. I know it's your girlfriend's team, uh. But yeah, you know, hey, L.A. Kings, let's do it. Okay, riddle riddle me this. Yeah. Which of these two teams is from Canada? The Sabers or the Predators? Uh, well, I know for a fact it is not the Predators. The Sabers. Neither team, you idiot. Oh, um. Trick question. Uh. All right, let's let's do this again. Are the Senators or the Avalanche from Colorado? Uh, neither. Wrong again. It's not the Senators. They're the from Avalanche. Ottawa. All okay, right, you know what? All right, I'm sorry. Let's let's let's, let's try an easier one for you. I'll make this really easy. Uh huh. Which team isn't from Canada? Maple Leafs or Oilers? Uh, Oilers. Both teams were Canadian, you idiot. <laughs> Damn it, my ruse was figured out. Okay, how about this one? Which team's from Florida? Okay, the Panthers okay. or the Lightning? I, you know what? Whatever team, I have to be correct about that you don't have to go do podcasts behind my back with another man. They're both from Florida. It's the one. Florida has two hockey teams for unexplicable reasons. Why the fuck does Florida have two hockey teams? No one knows! <laughs> Well, if that's what it takes for you not to be cohorting and doing podcasts behind my back when I'm working. Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay. do a real easy one for you. Uh-huh. Which of the following team's mascot is the Orca? Uh, Shamu. I was going to give you a list of teams to pick from, but sure, yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> you know I don't know a damn thing. I know you don't know a damn thing about hockey, Alex. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this is because I want to fit in more. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll do a really easy podcast. one for you now. Which team is from California? The Detroit Red Wings, the Anaheim Ducks, the uh, Los Angeles Kings, or the Sharks? I feel like there's a trick in there. There is a trick in there. Uh, LA Kings, that's it. No, three of the four teams I listed are from California. Which is the third one? Anaheim and the Sharks. Oh. The Sharks? Okay, that one's amazing. San Jose. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know shit about hockey. <laughs> I googled up some fucking scores with some team names, and then I mentioned the fucking Philadelphia Flyers because they have that memeable fucking weird nightmare fuel character. Yeah. I was hoping that was enough to get me to skate by, but alas, it is not. Well, it is to be an LA Kings fan, so you're fine. Oh. 
I, I, I don't even know why that would hurt a little bit, but it did. Because you're from L.A. You're a Fairweather fan. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast. As always, I'm Charlie, joined by Alex and our gamer tags, whatever, our Mordak slash Mordak916, depending on the platform, and Mave Online, respectfully. Woo! Indeed. Welcome to episode 123. A, a nice kind of fun to say number because it goes one, two, three. It's like my initials yeah. backwards. Yes, it is. And it yeah. is, it is, it is, uh, wait, your initials backwards are one, two, three? Uh, they're ABC. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Huh. There's something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so one, two, three. Is that count as one of those special podcast numbers? I don't know. I think it's the fun one to say, but I, it's. I, I so this is not initially my theory, Rich. I think it's Patton Oswald kind of came up with the idea of or it's like I kinda of subscribe to the idea that like birthdays one through eighteen matter and then mm. twenty one, twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, sixty five, seventy five, eighty five eighty, eighty five. Like if like it there's a big chunk of time where your age does not fucking matter and the fact you're celebrating a birthday if it doesn't end in a zero is kind of like Oh, I'm 29. Woo! Fuck you. I yeah, can't feel that no, same. I, I can't feel that same way about podcast iterations, where it's like, okay, we got episode 100, and the next one that matters is maybe 150. But if I'm being honest, like 200. 200. I I, I mean the 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 those I can I think I'd go as far as say like 250 is actually the next one that actually matters. Because in my mind, it's like 1, 10, 50, 100, 250, 500. And after that, you're like, seriously, why the fuck are we still doing a podcast? How do we have this many words left in our bodies? I don't know. I, I, I figured each 100 would be nice unless there's one where it's like 69 and then you're like, nice. Or 420 would be a nice one. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, just because you want to go nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's to a certain extent, anytime a number repeats itself, like one 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 or two two two, it's like that's ah, fun, right? Yeah. yeah. I, boss, don't, I don't. We still know. haven't. <laughs> we still haven't been kicked off the internet yet. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. The, the they're trying out there. Wait, what? They're trying. Someone got mad at us at Podbeam. Oh. Their current hosting service, not the company themselves. They don't care. They're like, yeah, fuck it, whatever, do what you want. Someone got angry at our podcast. I'm like, I don't care. Well, then don't listen to said yeah, podcast. Yeah, that, that was kind of my reaction. But do, do you, did they have an email? Did they reach out to you? Because You can hilarious. message through Podbeam, and I guess I, it's, I don't fucking know. Like, we, we get occasional requests where it's like, hey, do you want to co-host with us? Now listen to their podcast and be like, no, we want nothing to do with you people. Or like, yeah, we'd hang out if, but like, I I don't think we're gonna work that well because you don't edit your podcast and have like long, awkward twenty second pauses. Mm. Like it's we do some editing on ours, but like we're pretty fast here. Yeah, the razor wit, if you will. So what did what did the one who got mad at us say? I it's I they asked if they asked to be on our podcast, and I said nah, I don't think it's a good fit. Like. 
we're kind of on opposite ends of the gaming spectrum, and they got mad that I'm like, like you'd be on to be, on, I, you should be on our web in your podcast. And I'm like, it's cool you listen to us, but like, if you fall in the category of Games Workshop people that are angry about the fact that some people are like, why aren't there female space marines? Me and Alex, and to a lesser extent, Jeff, these days are kind of in the category of we don't fucking care about this at all. Like, this is dumb. You want to make female space marines? Go for it. Yeah, it's fantasy. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, that was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> you guys call Destiny dumb a lot. It is dumb. It's really dumb. Someone plays lots of Destiny. It's super dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, good call. Yeah. Good call. This is why you're the captain. <laughs> well, I'm the guy that reads the comments. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just something bitchy where it was like, oh, we reached out and you asked me on your podcast. I'm like, and I responded saying, no. <laughs> Nothing personal, just you do not seem to be the kind of people that would do well on our podcast. <laughs> you understand the Games Workshop can is very serious to some people, I know. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we I'm... got a... I think we got a bit of good stuff this week. Uh, I'm in our analytics right now. Our number one subscribing country is Sweden right now. Sweden? Yeah. Shout out to Sweden. Yeah. Guys. I don't know why I thought I'd look at this right now, but yeah, they they make up 41% of our listener base currently. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought so. If you're from Sweden, write to us and say hi. I'd love to hear how you found the podcast. I think someone did. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh that's Denmark. Sorry, Sweden. that's Sweden. My bad. Denmark. I remember we got something from that part of the world, though. Yeah. I'm not saying I Sweden would... and Denmark are the same country. I would love to hear from uh, <clears throat> somebody from over there just to see how it got to you guys. It's uh, I Well, they went on the internet. Okay. I want to hear from their side. <laughs> I already know what you're going to tell me. I don't need your sass, ABC, backwards. I should never have told you that. I really shouldn't have. That was a mistake. Yes, it was. You should have known better. Now it is too late. Well, yeah. Um, What do you call it? Yeah, I'd love to hear from those guys out there. Yeah. Well, we got a... We get the weeks? Yeah, it's kind of a... It's kind of a slow week this week in terms of gaming stuff, it looks like. Yeah, I, I want to call it a weird week, but, like, it's... It's lots of stuff we've talked about in the past coming to a head, and like I did, I'm actively waiting for a couple other games to come out. Like I thought Soul Calibur was coming out this upcoming week, but no, it's coming out the week after that. Like it's as someone who's like doesn't care about Mario Party necessarily or really anything else that's come out just yet in October. It's like man, I wish I was playing more stuff. Mm-hmm. Guess I'll keep playing Destiny and Spider Man. I did play something that's not new, but new to me, though. Oh, what did you play? Uh, So I finally pulled the trigger and said, fuck it, I'm going to buy Hitman on my PS4, because I don't think my PC will be set up in time or in a kind of internet-connected state with which to buy Hitman 2. And I forgot about this, but if you pre-order Hitman, you get access to Hitman Sniper Assassin, which is a very watered-down kind of shooting gallery version of Hitman except it has that Hitman charm, where it's, all you can do is snipe, you got three bullets, or three bullet types, and 
it's relatively straightforward. It reminds me a lot of that Silent Scope video game from arcades, kind of. Except mm-hmm. this is still Hitman, so it's like, yeah, you can shoot these people in the head, or you shoot that statue and make it fall on them. It's it's fun, like it, it's scratching that small Hitman itch where it's like, I want that Rube Goldbergy and a murder thing going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it, it's solid. There's there's a multiplayer mode I haven't touched at all. I, it's it's been a couple hours in it. Like it's done. It's think it's only one map and like it's the same scenario over and over but like first three or four times i tried i failed miserably so it's 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 surprisingly hard and fun it, it's kind of that it's the hitman game distilled down to it's like it's most puzzle-esque type where it's about like nah like, you can shoot them but like shooting them is weirdly hard because it's wrong yeah hey, you actually felt something of a conscious in that oh game? no 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 meaning it's the wrong way to kill them oh <laughs> <laughs> oh no no not the no conscience whatsoever these people are bad people i'm trying to kill i i meant that more in a like it's like yeah you could shoot them i guess or no hippo murder though sadly not yet someday though uh, it's coming it's coming soon i get that hippo great <laughs> yeah it's uh mostly my dog had surgery this week so she can no longer have you can no longer breed, which is kind of required in the state of California, which is probably a good thing because there's way too many dogs here. Not that they dogs are bad and they we have way too many dogs for not enough houses kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So she's recovering from that and is not acting as though she's doing that. So a very large chunk of my week has been spent kind of babying her and trying to make her chill the fuck out because she went from being drugged out to fuck to I'm awake and happy and full of energy again. Love me, human. I'm like, no, I can't touch you because I have disease hands. <laughs> She's got her cone off her head, which is a bit of annoyance. Yeah. She's doing well, though? Like, she's recovering nicely? Uh, yeah. It, it, based on her behavior today, you would never know she had surgery a couple days ago. Which is great, except for the fact that she is way too full of energy. Mm. And it's like, it's killing me we can't take her for a walk or really play with her at all because we're worried about her popping the stitches or stuff like that. Especially because the doctor did a good job, though. Like, it's a real small incision. Like, it's, I guess, typically it's a three-inch-long incision on pugs, and she has a one-inch-long incision, so I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. Like, it's it's this very weird conversation you have where, like, the vet was talking to us, and she's like, yeah, so the three-inch incision, like, threw out the dog popping its stomach open because it's a small dog and its guts falling out, but it's a smaller incision, so the chances of that are way less. We're like, thank you for that. That is a weird sentence. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I've been kind of split my time watching her and trying to not go out of my goddamn mind. I have. Have you watched the show Big Mouth on Netflix? I fucking love. Have you that seen the new show. season yet? I'm starting to get through it. Yeah, I, it's. I. I, I fucking I, I binged watch. I've binge watched that thing twice in like the three days since it came out. Like, I fucking love that show. If you have Netflix, go watch that show. It's really good. It is. I think the best kind of comment I heard from someone on that one, I think it was it was someone on Kotaku was talking about this, that like that show is kind of the next evolution of South Park where it's like, okay, where South Park wasn't set up to handle major topics, this is set up to handle one major topic really fucking well, and good fucking God does it do it well. Oh, it absolutely does. That that show is absolutely fucking hilarious. I've been when I first saw it like 
we saw part of it before, and then Manny and we I just binged through it the first season, and then now we're slowly starting to work our way through the second season. Oh, I yeah, I want to savor it. Yeah, I, it's I love the first season. The second season of that show is so much better than the first season. Really? Not, ah, well, not a spoiler because I think he was in trailers. Have you gotten to the Shame Wizard yet? No, not the Shame Wizard yet. The Shame Wizard, I think, is like that. So, for those unfamiliar with Big Mouth, is it's kind of a Simpsons South Park. It's an animated show, basically about puberty, and it's like this weird, horrifying hybrid of like South Park, Simpsons, uh, that really shitty uh, uh Comedy Central show, Brickleberry, whatever it was called, and like Schoolhouse Rocks mixed into one shouldn't be functional but kind of awesomely functional fever dream mm-hmm. that's essentially about going through puberty at the end of the day and i that showed us some really clever shit like and a, a character they introduced this season called the let's say in the second season called the shame wizard i think it's one of my favorite kind of animated characters ever especially in the context of that show where it's already full of really good kind of character characters the shame wizard is amazing i am glad they're introducing new stuff they they have a solid fucking audio like a cast yeah like oh it's so good i i love uh i mean a couple of them are already from the league so like you have those guys kind of popping yeah. out like the the crazy over the top dude is played by uh el cuñado um rafi uh, yeah yes yeah rafi yep yeah he I just picture that's what he's like as a kid. He's super crazy. And so crazy, like. the impression I've gotten is like that's actually yeah, kind of either the characters were playing opposite of them, but like Nick Kroll and um, uh, Andrew Goldman, who play the two main characters of the show, like I, I get the impression they've talked about how like a lot of that show is from stories of them growing up. Mm. Like it's it's not so much a character where it's like nah, these are kind of some of the stuff we went through, exaggerated some, but like a. I remember the interview with them talk about how it's like Andrew um, Goldman, who's Andrew Glauberman's like, yeah, here's some shit that totally happened that's in the show. Wait, I thought Andrew was played by John Mulaney. I, maybe it's the creator. I it's, could be wrong. I think John, like, John Mulaney's in the show. I, Andrew Goldman and Andrew Glauberman are the same person, though, roughly. Like, one of the two writers is Andrew Glo- uh, Goldman. Yeah, no, yeah, I was like, oh, that's silly. Because I know... Uh... Yeah. We're expecting some sort of weird Mulaney to pop out. But, yeah, no, the show has been just, it's a great show. It, you know, coming into it, Netflix, really, I think Netflix is solid with this one. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, God, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, sorry. It's um, Nick Kroll and Andrew Goldberg are the kind of two driving forces behind it. Uh, Mulaney does voice Andrew. Okay. Yeah, I was confused for a second, but cool. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, it's a good show, and I'm glad it's out there. Yeah, I'm a fan. As am I. It's better because I started watching Orange is New Black and immediately dropped out of that show. I like that show too, but it's different. This last season was not that. Oh, I dug this last season a lot. Did you? I uh, because it goes dark and horrible. Oh, is it because you're also a fan of what's her name, Badison? Yeah, fucking Badison. Oh, she's so fucking annoying. Yes, she is. Ugh, that's some Southy trash right there. God. She is like one in five women I went to high school with. <laughs> I wish that wasn't the case. I'm like, man, I know this woman. Like, 
nine times older. I've dated this woman twice. Yeah. <laughs> I will have to share that with, uh, with Mayna. I'm sure she'd appreciate the authenticity of, uh, of that. <laughs> oh, no. Like, so the best thing is, like, she shows up on screen, and I go, holy shit, they put a piece of Boston Southie trash in this show. And within 30 seconds, they go, oh, I'm from Boston Southie. I'm like, fucking yeah, you are, bitch. <laughs> trying to fight someone for no reason and then she did it yep that's 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 Madison yep well, Madison's fucking great if you know she's a real person yeah nah I just she's a little over the top for me. oh she is that's that, that that is Southie trash at that point yeah <laughs> I have lots of stories of Southie trash stories that we're gonna leave off this podcast because they're all terrible and offensive <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Big Mouth and playing Hitman Sniper Assassin when I'm not playing Destiny or Spider-Man. I think I'm real close to finishing Spider-Man. I it's it's weird. I got to the kind of like the final third chunk of that game and immediately I fell off that game really hard. I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore for a little while. It took too long to get here. Oh really? I it's I do not enjoy the mid part of that game, I think. I think I don't like Mr. Negative. I don't particularly like the gang system in that game. I think it's kind of lame. I wish there was more boss fights in the game. Mm-hmm. I it it sounds like a it, it sounds like a kind of very specific complaint, but I think the the Batman games, which this game really feels like occasionally, have much better pacing than the Spider-Man games did. And where the Batman games were especially kind of my favorite, which which is Arkham City, which is the second one. I think just has unbelievably good pacing, and while mm. it's an open world game, it's still a very kind of more Castlevania esque game. Where Spider Man is very much an open world game, and I so I've I've gotten the part of the Sinister Six kind of kick in, like they they, get, they escape prison, they show up, and I guess for as much of a big deal as they made them in advertising, the fact that they show up significantly into the game, I thought was kind of a weird choice. But I, I don't know. Like it's the game's still pretty good. I'd say if you want a PS4, you really should still play that game. It's still really good. Yeah, it's and maybe I've been pacing it all wrong. Where I will go from like doing a bunch of story missions to becoming way too invested in doing a bunch of side shit for an hour or two, and that might be throwing the progression off because I'll do like all of the side all the side mission thing and be like, man, why did I spend so much time on that? But that also being said, this game's version of Taskmaster is fucking awesome. Mm. A favorite Marvel character in Taskmaster. Task Taskmaster. Yeah, he's always he. I've known him. I only know him really from the Marvel. What was it Marvel's Capcom Three? Because that's when I first actually yeah. saw him. But he always seemed like an interesting character. He is a really cool character with a unbelievably cool and specific power that has a kind of amazingly tragic side effect. So what is his actual superpower? I know he copies abilities of other... Yeah, characters. so his kind of thing is he instantly knows how people do shit. Uh-huh. And, like, he can't shoot laser beams out of his eyes, but, like, if you're a master martial artist, he can watch you for, like, five seconds and know all of your moves. But, so, like, a big part of this, and I mentioned it in the game, is, like, he, like, learns your Spider-Man moves super fucking quickly. Uh-huh. But, so... I think they mentioned kind of an offhanded comment in the comics at some point is his brain is perpetually learning stuff, so he's perpetually forgetting minor things, 
So, like, if he meets you once and, like, barely talks to you, he will never remember having talked to you. Like, his brain is perpetually just throwing shit out that's not important, where it's like, I have to memorize all these fighting styles and shit, but, like, people's birthdays and names, like, what his kids would look like if he had some, might get tossed out of his brain. Oh. Because there's only so much space, and his brain will remember how the fuck you do that spin kick. Yeah. It's, he's a really cool character. I, the version of Spider-Man is really cool. It's a big metal mask version, which is my favorite version of Taskmaster. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been up to? Um, well, let's take a look here. Uh, I've been kind of enjoying, again, more of the outsideness. Like, I actually go outside and eat lunch on a bench sometimes, just because it's fun. Uh, the dog parks have been phenomenal. Also have learned that squirrels are the fucking bane of my existence when I take my dogs out. You didn't know that? No, it's it's really turned up now, more than anything else. Just because, like, they see them when we were in L.A., but, man, they see them so often around here, they get fucking amped. So, um, there's that. I, uh, sorry, I had to go. Um, uh, there, there has been a change with a little bit of how I'm doing WoW recently. Oh. And that change... Yes, yes, that changes actually. I'm doubling down and switching to a rogue. Fuck yeah. So. Oh, Alex. I, yeah, I know. So I, I I, finally just like, okay, fuck the shaman. Switched over to rogue. And my rogue, which is pretty decently undergeared, is already outperforming my fucking shaman. So it just is fucking sad. So have you, re- so have you re-leveled through all the content again? Yep. And man, is it fucking annoying to get caught up. The catch-up mechanics right now in that game are fucking horrible. Yeah, I I had a similar moment in Destiny 2 this week. Especially with the idea that like you have rep tied into leveling, increasing the eye level of your neck piece. Yeah. Which is fucking dumb, because that means you have to get your reputation grind all over again. It is very non-alt-friendly right now. Yeah, I, I started leveling my hunter in uh, Destiny 2, and... I definitely had a moment of, I kind of wish my progression was account-wide. Like, I don't want to do mm. the story again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I get it, but, like, I remember Blizzard yeah. came out a while ago, and they had an excuse as to why they had it all locked up behind certain rep stuff. And it's like, oh, well, it's just, you want characters to make different decisions, and something like, no. No. The decisions the are trivial. A, yeah. That, that is not a decision. We're not going to just choose to not level up the fucking character rep. Yeah. It's stupid. So, when they say dumb shit like that, I'm just like, Blizzard, shut up. You're saying horrible things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, other than that, like, the Rogue's been a lot more fun to play. I, I, am, I am enjoying it. So, I'm glad I did. So, other than that, um, I've just kind of been doing my thing, like, hanging out. Not really doing much on the outside. Like I said, other than just like going to the parks every once in a while with the dogs, but I'm just enjoying this nice cold weather. It is nice. Yeah, it's kind of a quiet week. No alcohol to talk about this week or anything? No, although we did have an interesting discussion about alcohol at work, which is kind of interesting to say the least. Like we're too many people drinking on the job or something? No, we were just discussing various alcohols and things we've tried. Uh... The, we're, we're, our, our people are kind of a nice mix of everywhere where we work at so it's kind of nice but yeah um, other than that it's been kind of a slow week for me like I said 
fair. Nothing wrong with having a slow week. I think we're all going to have those until Red Dead comes out. Uh, yeah. News time? Uh, yeah. Let's go dive into some news. <clears throat> news. Yeah. So Alex has kind of alluded to and flat out said a couple times. It's a bit of a slow news week this week. Um, a little bit of weird news, too, I guess. Kind of the, the first topic, probably the biggest topic to come out this week, is the ongoing Telltale Games saga. And it has come to an end where uh, they have the skeleton crew, the entire skeleton crew got laid off, and it's come to an end now where Skybound Games will finish the final season of The Walking Dead game they were making. I thought that was done, in all honesty, but apparently not. I was wrong about that when I talked about that. Like, they got like, halfway through. Uh, but they had Telltale out there looking for like partners to help finish the game and stuff, and people have been fucking shitty to, to former Telltale employees, where it's like, oh, you should finish the game because you want to. Bitch, I gotta get paid. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Wait, so is, is Sky, so are they not part of Telltale? No, they are a totally separate company I have never heard of before. Hmm. But yeah, they're gonna step in and finish some version of it, I guess. I, I think the smart move would be to just do one big final episode, but who knows? A fun fact, you cannot buy the Telltale game, that Telltale game off of most uh, digital platforms anymore. Like, it's been pulled because its future was unclear. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I just hope those guys who worked on uh, the Telltale game stuff, because I know some of those guys just didn't get paid, right? Near the end of it? Yeah. Or that it's a little more complicated than that. There's no severance, which is not normal in the industry for kind of that situation. It's it's a bizarre one. Yeah, they got left with no health insurance and a bunch of other fun, shitty stuff. Yeah, it sucks with coming through that. But I actually, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but my sister was in a similar situation because she worked for a gaming company for mm -hmm. a while. And they had her on as a contractor and not an actual employee for a long time. And so they're like, well, we don't have any upcoming projects right now, so we're just laying everybody off. Um, yeah, it's normal for my industry, but I get how that might be weird to you. But, yeah, so it turns out, though, technically she should have been a full-time employee because the IRS was investigating them, and they were collecting people to for witnesses and testimony because they were actually doing some very shady tax shit. Yeah. So. My industry is full of that shit. She was actually called in. Uh, she was subpoenaed to testify. So that was actually kind of interesting. Sure. But yeah. I'm like, I guess to rewind back to Skybound for a second, they're the guys for the company behind The Long Dark and stuff like that, which I like The Long Dark. It's a cool game. They've done a bunch of indie stuff. They also appear to publish comics, which makes the connection maybe make a little bit more sense. Uh -huh. They appear to have also done a Walking Dead game at some point in time, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. This nice. is not a big one. They apparently also did... Wait, let me check on something. They might be publishing the actual Walking Dead book. I can't quite tell from this website, though. Oh, that's good. That would make a lot of sense. No, that's just the game. Nope, just the game. Never mind. I can't... No, they also published the comic, I think. Oh, they do the comic, you said? Yeah, let me check on that. Though. No, that's Image, but I, I don't fucking know anymore. Okay, so Skybound is part of Image, I guess? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to understand how the comic industry works at this point. We're a gaming podcast, goddammit. 
<laughs> Video games. God damn it. None of this reading shit. Yeah. The video games. I want that I want them characters talking to me. <laughs> I guess moving on from that to something on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's not really news, but Steam got out there and released kind of the feedback data for no, not feedback data, just the data on what kind of con uh, controllers people use with their games, which I thought was kind of cool, mostly because I now know that roughly almost 200,000 people use SNES controllers with Steam games, but more terrifyingly, over 200,000 people use rock band instruments. What? Wait, what? I, it's just the kind of collection of data of people playing with certain controllers for the games. It doesn't say what games or anything like that. Like, Xbox 360 clocks in at 2.2 million, 45% roughly. PS4 clocks in at 12.2 uh, 12 million, 20%. Like, it's those numbers aren't surprising. It's the kind of diversity when you get down to the weirder stuff. But I'm like, damn, that's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Huh. Yeah. I, I do have to say that fucking... That the, the Xbox controller really, really threw me in a curveball. Well, it's the 360, too, because the 360 is still, I think, a better controller than the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like that, I was one of those screens when they announced they were stopping making Xbox 360s. I stocked up on USB-enabled Xbox 360 controllers because that's still oh, okay. one of the best gaming controllers for a PC ever. Mm-hmm. Like, that might be the best controller ever, too, for that matter. All the PS4 ones are really good second. I don't know. Uh, PS4 ones have been... I really like the PS4. I love the PS4 one too, don't get me wrong. I, it's... Yeah. Moving on from that to something not surprising, but kind of spooky. Uh, <laughs> Google announces Project Stream, which is basically that you can stream games inside of Chrome. It's launching with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's not... This is the rumored Yeti thing I think we talked about a while back. It's not clear if you have to buy a separate copy of Assassin's Creed Odyssey or just kind of get into this. This is just a beta for the time being. But it looks promising. Like, this is, I think, a big deal in a lot of ways for this. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm i interested, because I heard you're going to be able to do Odyssey, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's only yeah. one game is available, as best I can tell so far. It's, it's only Odyssey. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm wondering how it's gonna go because like, is it streaming from the console onto your computer here? Oh no, no, the there's browser, no console. Or? This is like, think of this as a replacement for Steam. Like you're streaming from some Google computer, and you can just play Odyssey through Chrome. No God, other hardware a... required. There was a company that used to tote that. Like, Several. A long, yeah. Like, there was one a long time ago that was actually E3 and everything. This is, the, I haven't heard. this is the PlayStation Now thing to a certain extent. Yeah. But there was, like, another one that was, like, a third party that was not involved in gaming at all prior. Yes. Um, NVIDIA also does something like this. Well, they have the Shield, which does it. No, they also have it now to PCs. It's a weird service, but we talked about it oh. a while back. I don't think any of us ever bothered looking into it, though. Yeah, I'm trying to find the the one. Hold on, was it GameFly? No, maybe they did a limited version. They were mostly rentals. Okay, there was another. There was another one that did cloud gaming for a while too. That was like, ah, who was it? It's gonna blow. It's gonna. It's gonna fucking bother the shit out of me. Let's see. 
Well, GeForce Now is the NVIDIA one. Yeah. Yeah, there was... I can't remember the other one, unfortunately. I Gamefly. Rub- they did have it. Yes, they did. They do a version of it, yeah. It's it's not their main business model, though. Yeah, they did. It's been discontinued. Yeah. But yeah, I remember... Oh, On Live is another one. That was probably the one you were thinking of. Yeah. That one has also been discontinued. Yeah. Well, like, also, like, in a more limited sense, like, uh, virtual machines are not a new thing. I think it's called, like, Shadow Computer or whatever it is. They get advertised a bunch in the Star Citizen world, oddly enough. Shadow mm-hmm. Tech, maybe? Like, it's the idea of having a high-end gaming PC, but not having a high-end gaming PC via them. Oh, it looks like OnLive went over to PlayStation. They bought other technology. Yeah, that's how they made it on PlayStation <clears throat> now. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I'm intriguing to see how this is going to go, because, like, if that way... All you need is a browser, none of the hardware. Like, yeah, I what, I don't think do internet think? in this country is good enough for this yet. Yeah, like Japan. I mean, unless you're, a, well, there's a reason we'll Japan has video game streaming tech on the Switch, and we don't. Okay. Like, yeah, uh, we talked about this last week. I think you can stream, uh, fucking Assassin's Creed Odyssey also to the Switch in Japan. Really? Yeah. We talked about this last week. I think. I mean, Two weeks ago. I, I, I don't know. Streaming Odyssey, I mean, I remember hearing about that, but that's... Yeah. Moving on from that, I guess. There was a maybe major leak, depending on how you think of this, of some Harry Potter game. An open-world kind of RPG Harry Potter thing. There was footage. It bounced around. It looked pretty real. The rumor was it was Rocksteady. It's been confirmed that it was not Rocksteady, but also, who the fuck knows... Finding footage of this thing became harder and harder as time went on because they were really taking this thing down wherever they could. It first leaked on Reddit, and it looks pretty okay. I, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but my girlfriend, who is, like, thought it looked kind of neat. Yeah. Did you catch any of this when it was going around? Um, uh, I saw the leaks, okay, but yeah, I didn't that, really watch anything else. That's all we I got. Just saw, like, yeah. I saw like screenshots. I didn't oh, watch, I don't... the video in motion. So, if you can find a version of it, still. It's pretty cool. Okay. It looks like a real-ass game. Yeah, no, I only saw, like, the screenshots here and there, and I thought that was really interesting. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't catch any actual video. I didn't know there was actually any video leaked. Oh, the, so. the screenshots are from a video. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't yeah. know there was actual video moving footage. That's fair. I only saw the the few, like, screenshots of it. Like, you know, the, the shitty, you're in a theater, and you snapped a picture of the screen yeah. with your phone. Uh, that's kind of what the leaks look like, too, but it's, yeah. I get you. That's that's all I've seen. Fair. I will say I'm very, very intrigued. Because, man, that would be a fun game to play. Yeah. We'll see. I've always been surprised there was never a Harry Potter MMO of any kind, really. I know know Pottermore exists and all that jazz. But, like, it felt like the natural progression to have a MMO for Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe an in-browser one, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could I could see that. I mean, I just thought it was. I mean, then again, Pottermore is like run by actual J.K. Rowling. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they would do with it, just because like if she's behind it and she's actively involved in it, some of its development in terms of like where they go with story. It could and be cool. Like that, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we're yeah, talking about. We'll yeah. While we're talking about fantasy and books. I believe we talked about this a while back at one point. The author of The Witcher 
is once again actually threatening to, I'm not quite sure what the timeline is for this, is threatening to sue the CD Projekt Red for money he feels he is owed, unless they pay him more. I saw that. That was fucking hilarious. So, the story on this one was a long-ass time ago when CD Projekt Red first got The Witcher. Not The Witcher 3. The Witcher, there have been three of them. I've played all of them. And the first one's good, but also not great at the same time. I uh, They paid the author of The Witcher, whose name I cannot pronounce, but he is Polish, and it's Andrzej Sapakowski. I'm sure I butchered that. I do apologize. They paid him a flat fee. They offered him, essentially, kind of royalties, and he said, fuck no, I want this up front, and then Witcher 3 went on to be a giant fucking massive success. Yeah. So, my my, my understanding, and this is what I, I, I caught here, is they offered him a percentage of the profits for the game. So Yeah, in the initial getting... contract for Witcher 1. So he'd be getting, you know, percentage every time. Yep. He told them, video games are fucking stupid. Fuck you. Give me my money up front. Yep. That's essentially how that went. And so now after, like, it's been super successful, he's like, well, you guys owe me money. It's like, no, this is my opinion piece. They, he, apparently there is some law in, in his country that kind of allows him to kind of pursue this. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen. So, and, and I guess the argument against that is that that only applies to the first game necessarily, mm-hmm. which was not a giant commercial success. <sighs> I don't know. I, my understanding was he, he he got the franchise off in terms of for the video game side. So it's like, sorry, bro, but you you not, you talk shit about the the medium, and then now it's super successful. You want to cash in on that? Now nah, you can go fuck. Yeah, we've definitely talked about this in the past. Like, literally, the quote from the guy was, "No, there will be no profits at all. Give me all my money right now, the whole amount." Yeah. So it's one of those scenarios where, like, was it um, because he only got a couple thousand dollars for it. Yeah, it was a little more. I think it was like, I don't know the exact number anymore. The original contract is still mysterious. Uh huh. But yeah, like it, it, it wasn't a ton. But also, like, the reality was, if you were to wind back to when The Witcher 1 came out, I couldn't tell you why I started playing The Witcher 1. And it wasn't because I knew of the franchise prior to that. It was PC uh-huh. only. It was kind of jank. It's owned to special ways. Like, I, I, I could not tell you how I wound up playing The Witcher. When I told my friends about The Witcher, they were like, nah, that sounds dumb. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but... Yeah. Read the books now. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. I just find it interesting that these are also now trying to cash in. Finally, it's like, nah, yeah, that was over a decade ago. Yeah, and maybe it's in reaction to the fact there's now a Netflix TV show coming based on The Witcher. Who the fuck knows? I don't know the details about the. It's but... got the guy that played Superman playing Geralt, apparently. Well, yeah, uh, Henry Carvel. Yeah. Who, by the way, is a wild player. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it's actually kind of funny because I think he was in the middle of a raid when he got the phone call to play the job. Uh, Superman. Cool. <laughs> That's kind of neat. Yeah. Well, on to probably my favorite news article this week because it's super dumb, but also like speaks to the time we now live in as this is kind of sadly necessary. So, 
Seattle has a opt-in kind of emergency information system, meaning like if you are prone to seizures like that and you're being pulled over, you can add to your, I guess, kind of police file or whatever the right word is, extra information about yourself or like for some reason you find tear gas toxic or something. I don't know exactly how this works. I don't live in Seattle. But it's a, it's a registry you can opt into. You can you can add stuff to, and to combat swatting, you can now add essentially you can narc on yourself to say, "Yo, I'm a streamer." Okay. Which is nuts that we have to have this. But basically, you go onto your uh, your profile. I guess the right word for it. Like what your kind of page within this account. Basically, add. Hey, I'm at a higher chance of getting swatted. So when they do come to swat you, they kind of look at it and go, "Oh, yeah, this might not be a thing." Okay, that's interesting. But so, where is this profile you add this? Uh, it's oh, it's a registry. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, I could see that. Yeah, and it's part of an already existing registry. It's not like something new they made just for this. It's historically for allergies, kind of medical issues, and all that jazz that are important to know. If like. You're, it's not just for police; it's also for like medical personnel and firemen and stuff. Okay, um, I will say this is sounds like a good system in practice, but I can absolutely see some sort of criminal registering an address before he robs it. Yeah, I don't think oh, it's that there's... public, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, like you can register someone else's house, kind of thing. Hypothetically, yeah. That's why I'm just kind of like, uh. I mean, then again. He, criminals have found interesting ways to do these things only because, remember, criminals were fucking setting lures in Pokemon Go and tricking people into getting mugged at parks. That's just the smartest thing ever. It It is absolutely fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I think it's a good idea in practice, to be honest. Yeah, I, it's, I, I just find it more weird, like, and it's it makes all the sense in the world with the idea of going online and being like, yo, police! I'm a streamer. Don't swat me. Amuses me to no end. It's a little bit silly in the right way. Ready for your WoW minute, Alex? Uh, yeah. All right, that's our resident WoW player. Take it away. So Blizzard got a new president. Uh, Michael. Oh Warren yeah, first on the news. You're right. That is not just WoW news. That's Blizzard news. Yeah, there is a new president. They officially announced this week that uh, Michael Mor- Morheim, I believe his name was. Who, by the way, I met before. He's actually a really cool guy. I have a picture of me with him at uh, BlizzCon a couple years ago. Sure. So he's a cool guy. Um, he is stepping down from the president role, and the WoW executive producer Jay Allen Brack, who has also been around since the beginning, is now uh, the new president. So I don't know how this is going to actually affect WoW specifically. It probably but... won't. Yeah. But yeah, WoW two it's... coming at you. Pretty much. So, um, but yeah, it's they've they've been change of power, so to speak. There's that. But here's the other thing. They announced the BlizzCon schedule recently, or they released it, and shortly after and if you look at the schedule, which I, I didn't provide a link to there, um in the past, the the panel right after the main opening show usually is their big announcement. So, like, when Overwatch came out, it was blocked off and, you know, like, mystery announcement thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. When WoW's expansions tend to be the big highlight, you know, that's what it is. This time around, 
the very next panel after the big announcement is actually what's next Diablo. So there's a lot of speculation going on that it is, in fact, a new Diablo release. Um, I mean, you can hear expansion, which is probably something that's likely, but considering the last couple of years, they've been actively hiring and working on a new unannounced Diablo project. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past a couple of times, too. Yeah, it, it's going to be a new Diablo game, is what everyone's suspecting. That'll be the big, the big hook, if you will, for announcements. So. Yeah, all signs point towards more Diablo. Yeah, but obviously the speculation now is new Diablo game overall, because from what they've been hiring for, it looks like it's a massive overhaul update. Or is it just an expansion? I hope it's a new one. I, it's, I really enjoyed Diablo 3 on console. Still not a big fan of it on PC, but I, for the first time ever, I would play a Diablo game, definitely. Yeah. So... We'll see, but I'm just intrigued because if I don't think it's a Diablo MMO, I don't think they'll ever make another MMO. Mm. But man, would that be exciting? That would be cool. Diablo Hellgate London. Yeah, <laughs> that's the game I want because it would be bad. <laughs> yeah, I, as someone who's not historically liked the Diablo franchise, I am excited for more Diablo hypothetically. As am. Main topic time? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, so we have no cool, smooth transition this week for our main topic because uh, most of the news this week has been a bit on the shallow side, if you will. Fun news, but shallow nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that you, like many of us in the video game world, are kind of we're, we're waist-deep in way too much and also nowhere near enough information about Red Dead Redemption. And I, up until literally an hour or so before this podcast started, assumed that everyone on this podcast and most people that play video games above a certain age had played Red Dead Redemption. Alex, have you played Red Dead Redemption ever? Uh, I actually have not. <laughs> Imagine my surprise to learn that one. I, it's, we, especially because we've talked about Red Dead Redemption a bunch on this podcast. Yeah, no, it definitely looks really fucking good. Yeah. Like, I've seen some of the stuff. I, my girlfriend's more psyched than anybody else about it, but yeah, I have never actually uh, so I actually thought it'd be interesting because I've never run into someone aside for, well, you who has not played that game at this point, maybe not to completion, but at least not like familiar enough with to talk about it. What do you think Red Dead Redemption is at this point? Eh, GTA meets Cowboy Universe. Okay. What if I told you Red Dead Redemption was the second game in a series? Wait, Red Dead Redemption is the second game in the series? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. There's what? a PS2 game called Red Dead Revolver. Okay. That I think is better than Red Dead Redemption. I, it's it's weird. I, so your analysis is not incorrect. Um, Red Redemption is weird because it is like it is most definitely kind of Grand Theft Auto with horses, except it does not have that same mayhem that Grand Theft Auto has, like, it's got period-specific guns, and it's horses and stuff. Like, hijacking someone off a horse is hard, and often involves just straight shooting them in the face. <laughs> or lassoing them off their horse and pulling them off. And, I, at least for me, like, Red Dead Redemption 1, or normal Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, 
has some cool story stuff going on, but kind of the thing a lot of people remember as being most impressive from that game is it was the first open world game with no loading screens, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a giant fuck-off prairie, and the few loading screens there were were, like, for missions or specific stuff that had to load in. You could go from point A to point B, like, on opposite ends of the map from that thing, and at the time, never encounter a loading screen. It was a big fucking deal. Huh. So is it one of those, like, pioneers of the, the no loading Yeah. Screen? Uh, it's... If it's not the first, it's definitely the one that did it the best, and, like, some of the criticism of the game initially was, like, oh, it's lots of open prairie and stuff, but it wasn't random open prairie. Like, it was very consistent, repeatable. It was just a giant fuck-off map that loaded mm-hmm. in correctly, and, like, the draw distances at the time were nuts, and I technically it was an unbelievable spectacle, just where, like, and it seems dumb saying it now because Horizon Zero Dawn has done similar stuff, but, like, it was one of the earliest, if not the first game, to have, like, specific animals and fauna and all that stuff to certain parts of the map that were just kind of always there to a certain extent. It wasn't like you'd warp to another zone. I don't think there was fast travel in the game, in all honesty. Uh, there was, but it was kind of weird. Like, you had to take a carriage to get there, but you had to physically get into carriage, and then you could fast travel once you were in one. But, like, it, you didn't load into a spot. Like, you just went there and hunted bears or whatever, and then you left. And it was really fucking cool in that regard. Like, it, I really think, it, I'm not sure if it was before or after Grand Theft Auto 4. I think it was after Grand Theft Auto 4, but Grand Theft Auto 4 either had loading zones or, like, giant fake bridges to drive across. Like, I, it's, Last time, from that point alone, I think Grand, uh, yeah, not Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption was kind of this big deal where just, like, it was immersive storytelling, it was, cons- like, it just transitioned from one thing to another, you had a real sense of place in it, like, it's the, you stopped using a map eventually, oh, I'm going to there? Okay, cool, whatever, I know where I'm going. Mm. Yeah, I, so, and the first one, Red Dead Re- Revolver, was set, that's the earliest set one, I think it's right after the Civil War, if I remember correctly, like, because some dude, the bad guy's a giant Confederate flag eye patch in the game, like which was like, man, you are the bad guy, definitely. But that uh, that game had some old technical issues to itself. Like it's it's a cool ass game that I would not recommend going back to, except for the fact that it's like the first really good cowboy game I ever played. But it had like it's so a, a big deal to those of us that were big fans of that franchise was when you went from actually Red Dead Revolver to Red Dead Redemption, the number of weapons in the game got toned down significantly and it appears they brought mm. a bunch of that stuff back for Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Like, bows and arrow were a big part. It's, it's weird. Like, it's so Native Americans and, like, their tech was a huge part of Red Dead Revolver because they were the stealth weapons. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Bows don't make sounds. And when compared to a bunch of guns at the time, kind of reload speed and all that jazz, they were weirdly comparable. Like, if, I think the game threw out like a detail where it's like, yeah, a, a good archer with a bow could match, if not outmatch, someone with like a lever-action rifle almost. Because it was just kind of draw and shoot, draw and shoot, draw and shoot, as opposed to gun jamming and all that jazz. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I got, that game had terrible horse mechanics where, like, when you were aiming on a horse, it went into kind of like this, like, on-rails mode. The horses were kind of like motorcycles where they handled weird. But it was cool. I, I so I, I 
Red Dead Redemption 2 came out when I was still in college. Not, not 2. Red Dead Redemption came out when I was still in college. And I remember the line for that game being fucking weird. Where it's being a bunch of like people that are way older than me in line talking about Red Dead Revolver, a game that at the time I thought no one else cared about. And I was being like, so it's Grand Theft Auto with horses, right? And it kind of is, but it super isn't at the same time. Like, it really is its own thing in a very bizarre way. And so you've had some exposure to it. Like, have you, I'm assuming you've watched your girlfriend play some of the game and stuff like that? Uh, actually, no. Really? So, oh, yeah, because we don't have a console right now that will run. Huh. Actually, well, no, we have the Xbox, but we haven't used it for a while because we've been using the PS4. So when I do get it for her, she's going to get it on the PS4. But, um, yeah, no, like, I've seen some stuff online about it, and maybe I don't think I've ever actually even watched some of the gameplay. Damn. Maybe. I think I've seen some, like, maybe in, like, the weird physics of Reddit. There was some but, of that. Like, yeah. But honestly, like, it's one of those games I actually really have not, like, played or really watched. Okay, so you I'm are, aware of its existence. You are a bizarre anomaly. Not bizarre is the wrong word, but you are definitely an anomaly in the video game industry. Like, so what the fuck do you think Red Dead Redemption is? Like, it's beyond GTA, GTA with horses. Like, what do you think that means, though? So it's an open world like game. You're a cowboy. You're progressing to whatever storyline is that's in there. But there's a bunch of little games on the side you can do and things you can do to affect your character. Like I said, it's just weird to say, like, describe it otherwise. But yeah, you're just, it, it's a single player action based game where you travel on the adventures of a, of a, whatever main protagonist cowboy that you are. John and, Marston. Yeah, John Marston. And yeah, that's, that's it. I just know it has a really good story and people really enjoy it. It only has an okay story, but it's delivered really well. Yeah. And it's, it's a really well done game. That's all I really know about it, yeah. <laughs> Stripping me out some. Like, it's not fair to say that, but it's also like, man, of all the people I thought would know Red Dead Redemption, like, you love Grand Theft Auto Five enough, and I'm like, he should know this. Yeah, no, I just never, never really played it. I don't, did it ever come out on PS4? Or, sorry, on Xbox? Sorry, no, no, no. On PC? Nope. Well, that's probably why. It is one of those things <laughs> that people get really mad at Rockstar for. Yeah. In fact, I've even heard, like, we talked about it, too, last week, where... There's another company who wants to help them port it over to... That's the new one. If Devolver offered to yeah. be like, yo, we'll bring the new one over, right? Yeah, that, that's the one I'm referring to. Like, hey, we'll help you guys out. Yeah. Which I'd be cool with. But yeah, like, there was a long period of time I barely ever touched any consoles at all that's or fair. owned one. And it was because I, like, it's, yeah, I do PlayStation, or sorry, uh, PC. Yeah. So You should maybe go back and play Red Dead Redemption. I would be intrigued on it. If they offered it on PS4, I would, but I checked recently yeah. and they offered offer it on PS4. Like, at the same time, I don't want you to play Red Dead Redemption, though, because I want to know what you think of Red Dead Redemption 2, having never played a Red Dead Redemption before. Well, if it makes you feel better, I can go ahead and uh, and hold off from any kind of thing. <laughs> Got to stick to your WoW. Yeah, I'll just stick to my WoW, because now that I'm a rogue, I'm happy again. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, it's, it's it's kind of trippy, because, like, the game didn't, like, looking back, the game was, I'm not going to say empty, but, like, it it felt kind of, for what the time period it's trying to project is very appropriate. There was lots of emptiness where kind of it was nature and stuff, and 
it was this bizarreness where it was like this is like the weirdest example I got is the assumption of hey you can totally like kidnap a woman and hog tire and leave her on the railroad tracks was not only like something you could totally do in the game but Rockstar being Rockstar was like we're gonna make an achievement around that because someone's gonna do that eventually yeah that's weird though because like we're I think of the GTA games as kind of goofy in their scope. Red Dead had weird, like, not seriousness, but it wasn't wacky, over-the-top fun time. It's yeah. like, no, it's like, John Marston's a serious character. Like, it's, he has his comedic moments, but that is a man on a mission who's not there to kind of fuck around. He's very deliberately out there doing some shit. Okay. Yeah, no, I I mean, it'd be nice to see, because I know GTA can definitely have its humorous moments. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, but I guess, like, even, even in 5, you have Trevor and Franklin, who are inherently kind of comedic-ish characters, especially Trevor. That's not what, that's not what Red Dead was. Like, it, it had funny moments. with the character of Seth, who's fucking maniac, who's obsessed with buried gold, but... Like, even the Undead Nightmare thing, like, the, the very comical expansion DLC, totally its own game, built on the same map at the end of the day, though, too, is, at its core, like, a serious story with weird, wacky elements, but you can tame a unicorn in that game, which is weird, but cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, uh, I, I will openly admit, yeah, that I just, it's one of those games I just never really played, but I can definitely respect for it being what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's a little trippy for me, the idea. It's like, no, I've never played Red Dead. How? <laughs> you were the right age to play that game. It's weird that I didn't actually play... Revolver sounds familiar, but I never played that either, and I owned a PS2. Yeah, I, Revolver was weird. Like, it was this Rockstar thing that came out, and it was cool, but it was nowhere near as good as any of the stuff Rockstar had put out at the time. And it reviewed like Maybe well. why it got overshadowed, perhaps? I... Okay, so it came out in 2004. It was... Like, this was during a weird kind of glut of cowboy games. Mm-hmm. Gun came out around that same time too. Okay, and it just didn't it didn't review super well. Like it was a kind of clunky game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's you can get it for PS4, I think now. I'm actually, I, I've bought it once. Just going like, hey, maybe I should play this. This is a bad idea. Yeah, like I, I, it came out at the same time. A bunch of other cowboy games came out. Like it was like Paul of Juarez or something was around that same time as well, because we suddenly had this like. Hey, we're gonna care a lot about cowboy games all of a sudden. Time period. Yeah, it could. It was in that awkward time, if I remember correctly, where just it wasn't like open world games weren't good yet. If that makes any sense. But you can totally get Red Dead Revolver for the um, PS4. It's fifteen bucks. Revolver, you can get. Yeah, it looks like shit, but you can get it. Yeah, Redemption, you can't. No, but you can get Revolver. I don't know if. I... If I even want to try out Revolver, if that's going to be the first one I do. I am downloading it to my PS4 right now, just so I can say I played it for next week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I. It's weird to think we've come that far from that game to where we are now, where, like, if you told me at that time, hey, Red Dead, Revol- Red Dead Redemption 2, the second sequel to Red Dead Revolver's going to be a big fucking deal, I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever, fuck you. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Yeah, it, it is. I will say though, like, it is an interesting fan film, and yeah. I am really happy 
like that it's coming out that new one like because there are people who are really stoked about it and it sounds like it's been a yeah. solid game like i've like i've never played witcher at all but i know all about it like how the fuck have you not played witcher games i actually bought it too but i've never played it either what the fuck is wrong it's with you sitting, it's sitting on my i think it's sitting on my steam account i'm actually gonna check right now but like I'm witcher one sure or witcher three witcher three god damn but i haven't played any of the witcher the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> I don't know, Charlie. Put down the WoW. Play a linear game for once, motherfucker. No. But yeah, no, I just never played it. <sighs> Sorry to break your heart there. You know what it's no. like? It's like that movie reference thing. Where I know the movie references, but I've never seen the movies. Yeah, you are a weird person on this topic. <laughs> like, for someone so PC gaming-centric, the fact you have not played Witcher 3, like, to completion, I totally get that the long ass game, but at all, it's like, what the fuck? Maybe one of these days I'll actually put down the WoW and play like, an actual. Like, that was the game you PC elites were sitting there like jerking off hard to being like, it's such a fucking pretty game! Look at our PC superiority! Look at it! Sorry to break your heart on that one. Yep. <laughs> Let's fucking go to email now. I'm just done with this. I'm fucking disgusted with you and your lack of diversity in your video games. <laughs> Man. Fuck yeah, wrong I sure with you? Pick... <laughs> Wasting your time playing an expansion you don't even like. I know, right? That's the part that kind of kills me a little bit, and you're, you're perfectly right. We got an email about that this week. Before we get to that, uh, Send us email. We love getting emails, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Alex, if you want to contact us, how would you go about doing that? Uh, so you can go ahead and pull out your theme, themed email client of your choice, and in the uh, to section, you would simply go on there and fill out wickedawesomecast at gmail dot com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail dot com. Spells it sounds down in the show notes, etc., etc. Et Send us emails. We love getting them. Yeah. But we're going to start this week off with one aimed directly at Alex. This one comes in from Shy. hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, in Randers, Denmark. Oh. Dear Alex, today I write to you and you directly because I think it may be time for you to take a break from World of Warcraft. <laughs> you may not notice it, but every time the topic of WoW comes up, you sound, well, sad. As a fellow WoW player, I feel like I can say with some authority that, yeah, BFA is only okay at best. It's definitely not Legion, and you're right. It's only fair to compare it to Warlords, since at least at one point in time, that was this was a pretty meh point in the franchise. There are other games out there you could be playing. I hear Forsaken is okay. I know you, could, I know you talked about checking out God of War, so maybe it's time to spend some time away from Azeroth. P.S. Rolling a rogue <laughs> won't fix your problems. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, who was that again? Shy. I'm assuming that's right. Okay. First of all, thank you so much. Um, I had no idea. Maybe you know what? I I think I think Wow has reached that point where I talk about it and I feel sad. Um, just like I do about Matrix Online in a weird way. So the like, worst thing is this email showed up and I'm looking through it and like this showed up on like 
Wednesday, Tuesday, early last week, like right after the podcast went up. And I'm going through going like, holy shit, he's right. I went back and re-listened to last week's episode to hear like the sadness in your voice. I'm like, holy shit, he's right. <laughs> like it drops an octave and you're like, yeah. Plan a shaman and wow's talk. I'm gonna start a rogue next week. Maybe that'll fix it. I'm like, this is some abusive ass relationship bullshit. Yeah, it does kind of. Yeah, no, it does kind of sound like that. I guess the fans have spoken no out. You should stop playing WoW for a little while. Look, look, I can quit anytime I want. They're not right. saying that. It's a fun game to play. I is enjoy it? it for what it's worth. Like. Okay, now that I'm on my Rogue, it is actually pretty enjoyable. And if I need to switch away from it, I switch over to do, like, Overwatch or something. Like, I... Oh, this is actually a good one. <laughs> I Okay, so my my big thing was jumping and not being able to actually get pulled into Rage. Sure. Which is, which is a bummer. And right now, I'm not currently being pulled into actual progression rates because I am technically geared... I'm a character behind because I had to reroll. But... I mean, I'm getting I'm getting pulled in to do some mechanics work and stuff like that. Like, in terms of doing stuff for the game, like as far sure. as like for the fights. So I it I'm I'm seeing some rate, which is nice. So I I'm okay with it right now, especially now that I'm on the rogue and they're like, yeah, no, he's a rogue now. Um, they kind of just been cool with it. So, um, the shaman is still there because I need somebody to make flasks Had and to potions change for me. Who you were to make the game fun? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always been a rogue, but I, I changed the shaman at the request of them because they didn't have any shamans in the raid. But that turned out to be a fucking train wreck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I'm a rogue, and we've got three rogues, including myself, and so it's all good. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'd like you to play more games than WoW, personally, just because there's more to talk about, but I understand. Yeah, I mean, I'd definitely be down to try other games here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for writing in, Shy. That was fucking fantastic. Next email from Marcos. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Madrid, Spain. You're oh. wicked awesome cast. I have spent the last few episodes wanting, or sorry, waiting for someone to bring up Devil May Cry 6. There was a lot of, there was a footage at, T there was a footage at TGS. I'm hoping that's a translation error. You collectively seem to love Bayonetta. And based on what games people play, I am a little shocked that it has not been a main topic. Maybe it's Alex doesn't, really, doesn't have the love for character action games, as others seem to. But even after Jeff's surprise cameo, there was still no talk of Devil May Cry. What gives? Is there some anti-Dante bias? Did DMC kill the franchise for you two, as it almost did for me? Is the Bayonetta love not driven by the gameplay and more other reasons? Um, I, I actually think this new Devil May Cry looks fucking legit. I love Devil May Cry. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually enjoyed, I've enjoyed, I've played through completion some of the Devil May Cry games uh, before, so I really do enjoy Devil May Cry. I, I didn't play the newest one, but I've heard some bad things about it, but this, this one that's coming out right now. And this soon, is Devil May Cry 5 for the record, not Devil May Cry 6. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks fucking good. Yeah, and, and I, we have talked about it. It hasn't been a main topic, but we sure discussed it in the podcast. Yeah, it's we, my reaction to it is like, yo, that Devil May Cry looks good, and and nothing, it looks good. Yeah, I mean, we even I know we definitely talked about the Mega Man arm that got announced for yeah, uh, Nero a while ago. Uh, yeah, I even like DMC. Like they did a 
re like released HD complete version or something. Like, don't get me wrong, that game's version of Dante is hot fucking garbage. Yeah, but it's fine. Like, it's got some cool combat. The attitude is shitty, but it does some cool stuff. I I probably haven't been talking about it because I don't want to talk about it because then I might ruin it for me. Like I I want to go into this Devil May Cry not knowing shit about it. I don't know. It looks cool. Dante yeah, no, looks I old. Good. I, I mean, if there's something we could warrant doing an actual main topic. Yeah, I... The game is under wraps enough where it's like, oh, that new Devil May Cry trailer happened, and and nothing. It looks fine. Looks like Devil May Cry. Dante kills a guy with a motorcycle, and and yeah. nothing again. Like, like part of the issue with talking about Devil May Cry is that game is inherently so over the top by virtue of being Devil May Cry. Like any trailer showing over the top bullshits, like oh yeah, the, the bullshits there, correct. <laughs> It's not OMG, look at that ridiculous. It's like, yes, the ridiculous is supposed to be there. At least for me. I I also didn't love four as much as I loved three. Like I, I know it's sacrilege to say it, but I think like one, three, and hopefully this next one is like I, I think two and four are kind of on par with DMC. If not two is worse than DMC, and I kind of like some of the combat in DMC a little bit more than four. I don't know. I I never played, like, they, they released some, like, completed HDMI 60 frames a second, it's better now version of 4 that I never checked out, and I've heard that's the air quotations good one to play. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I remember just not liking 4 that much when it came out, like, which I felt bad about, because I fucking love Devil May Cry. It's a character action game. Of course I love it. Love that game for the reasons I love Bayonetta. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I Big fans here. Don't worry, Marcos. We'll be excited with that game when it comes out. <laughs> and yes, that remixed version of Dante's theme with the metal stuff was bad, I guess. But also, like, I was fine with it because I'm a metalhead, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't great, but it's not bad. Your net was angry, and I'm like, apparently I'm wrong. <laughs> At the same time, like, Little V does an amazing version of some Devil May Cry stuff out there, so I've been enjoying his stuff a lot lately. It's good metal. His version of the theme song for the cyberpunk trailer is weird though because I'm like this was already kind of a metal song what gives I'll have to check that one out actually. Little V's cool he's got a cool channel it's lots of covers of stuff I think you've linked me to him before I don't know I occasionally think about making his music our exit music because he's totally cool that's as long as you credit him and maybe I'll do that this week or next week I don't know but yeah no we love Devil May Cry it's cool Dante's fun this game makes me hate Nero less because I did not like Nero in 4 Fucking not Dante. I guess it's like he has that weird cyber arm now, which makes him different enough from Dante. I'm like, okay, yeah, these are two very different characters. In four, he felt very much like, yo, I'm new Dante. And I'm like, no. He's like a cut and paste. He's like when you let your friend copy your essay. Yeah. Uh, he just, well, he's the same, but just a little bit different. I swear he had the same red fucking coat and everything, where just it was, I'm like, Nah, if you're going to give me Dante, give me Dante. Don't give me this guy with this weird grapple arm and motorcycle sword. Like, the sword was cool, but also it was like, just let me play as Dante, dude. But, like, it's now, like, the arms are different enough, it seems, that I'm like, okay, this could be really different. I could be down with that. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully that answers your question. Um, Anything you want to talk before we get out of here, Alex? Um, oh, actually, no, before we no. do that, uh, 
Remember, at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spell the sounds down in the show notes. Send us emails, yo. Yeah, especially ones that tackle my crippling depression over WoW. That was, I gotta admit, that, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you want to hear, it's what you need to hear. Yeah, you know, thank you for keeping it real. Shy from Denmark? Uh, Some part of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have anything else actually to add other than like maybe I'll finally stop being lazy and stream. I actually have. I I was checking. I haven't streamed in over a month, so I don't know if I've just kind of fallen off of it. I'm just kind of muh about it, but I may. I, I I don't know. I may pick it up at some point, but yeah, I I've just been a little bit lackluster on it right now. Although um, I am definitely getting ready for the big 24 hour marathon for extra life because that of course is coming up this week. Or not this week, uh, this month. Um, it'll be... Is it BlizzCon weekend away. again? It is, of course, because somehow they can't pick the Who keeps making this mistake? I don't fucking know. I actually brought it up with Lou at Extra Life a long time ago. And they're like, well, it's the one week that kind of happens where it works out before the weird holiday at the end of October with Halloween. And then just before people take time off for like Thanksgiving. It's kind of this weird window. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Before, they were totally separate, and it worked, but now they're right next to each other. Yeah. Like, they happen on the same fucking day, so... But, um, I am planning to do some stuff with the Portland Guild, because, you know, Extra Life Portland is something that's starting to come together. Cool. Uh, hopefully not with them. Oh, although we call ourselves Extra Life PDX, because we're cool like that. Um, right. Cool. <laughs> so, expect to see some stuff with that, and, uh, I'll definitely be streaming, uh, for... 24-hour event. Whether or not I'll actually do it on the same day as BlizzCon, I don't know yet, because I want to watch all the BlizzCon shit. Sure. So, um, yeah. But that's it for me, though. Yeah. Oh, I... wait. Before I forget. Hmm? Uh, if you want to tune in any updates, just follow me on social media. Maybe online across the board. Yeah, I I have um, Hitman 2 preloaded on my PS4, I guess, so when that drops, I'll probably stream that to the SWS stuff somehow. I'm not quite sure how we'll do that, because Totally sure I'm set up for that, but I will figure something out. We're going to get back to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Figure Hitman was enough of a special thing to me. It was worth going through that hassle. Yeah. Maybe some Red Dead, too. That would be fun. Yeah. I don't know. In theory, I'll start setting up the studio at the end of the month, so we'll see about what happens there. I got a quote <laughs> for putting HVAC out in my out in the, my garage, which was the one of the things in the way. That and the whole arm not working so I couldn't assemble shelving. But it kind of works again. So. Fuck it! <laughs> yeah. Anything else? No. That, that's pretty much it. Want to take us out? Uh, yeah. Heal the battle.